You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Well, power up me at this, your boy Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today, we're talking more indie comics goodness. What? We have this amazing person right here. He's a graphic designer. He is the founder of Lone Wolf Comics. He is the creator of Night Wolf. And right now, he has a kick-ass Kickstarter out called Snowpaw. Who am I speaking, of, speaking about? Future legend and superstar, Rob Mose. Hey! What's going on, kiddo? Good. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. Talk comic goodness, these independent comics, these kick-ass books you got. Uh, I, I was reading Snowpaw right before we started, so I haven't finished, but the story is definitely intriguing and has me hooked. I want to see what is going on. The art is beautiful. The coloring is amazing. Everything about this book is gorgeous so far, so definitely want to dig into the whys of this universe. But before we do that, Rob, I need to know your why and your origin story. Where do you hail from originally? Where are you at now? And what was the start of your pop culture fan? So I'm uh, originally from West Middlesex, Pennsylvania. I moved uh, recently, well, a couple of years ago now, uh, to Sharpsville, which is not too far from my hometown. Um, it's actually still, it's probably the, the same valley. You could even consider that probably a suburb, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> together. Um, so, yeah, I uh, first got into comic books because um, – ironically enough, as a comic book writer, I am dyslexic and I have attention deficit disorder. And um, so for me, growing up, learning how to read was uh, a little bit uh, tough. So my mom, as a trick to get me to learn how to read and give me more incentive to read, um, had bought me uh, some comic books with uh, So it was the Untold Untold Tales of Batman back in the early 80s. Oh, cool. Um, And they had like a cassette tape that came with them. And I was able to listen to the actors... I'm talking while, you know, I was trying to follow along with the word bubbles and the context. And then, so that kind of started my love for comics, Um, you you know, and I was always into like, you know, the characters during their cartoons, you know, so I I was aware of the characters whenever I I was getting the comics. Um, So if I were doing, if I did well in school, uh, my mom would get me three comic books a week, which back then that was like what fifty cents to a dollar. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I would get, but for me that was amazing, you know. So as long as I did good and I improved my grades, you know, I would get three comics a week, and you know, again, it helped me learn to read, like you know, the context and everything, helping associate with the words. Um. So you know, fast forward a good you know a couple of years, you know, it's I like in seventh grade. Um, you know, I had a large collection and, you know, comic books for then was like big for me. And so how big of a collection you had by that grade? By that grade, I probably at least had like, uh, you know, a thousand or two, you know, or close Jeez, to. Geez. Yeah. And, and did you have friends while you were collecting that were, you know, that became a tribe or, or were you a lone wolf? I was a lone <laughs> wolf. Um, yeah, again, I, I'm from a small town and, uh, you know, I was kind of a bit of an outcast when it came to reading, uh, comics and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, I remember a fun, fun story about an elementary. Um, I had brought some comics to school and um, one of the uh, school bullies uh, took my comics and ripped the covers off of some of them. Oh. So that turned into a food fight. <laughs> <in the cafeteria. laughs> 
you turn and say, what did you do? How did you react? Oh, man, I, I flipped the table and I threw everybody's tray <laughs> I could on them. And, and, <laughs> and I, mean, I, I five, was, man. I was five back, kiddo. Too, so, man, like the, the tables were like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, good on you for not taking that crap from the bully. That's awesome. Um, so talk about then, when did you ever meet your tribe then at all? Yeah, yeah. Was that so, a point? I think um, later in college, um, you know, going to art school, I met a lot of kids. Um, like-minded and, uh, you know, being able to talk comics and, and stuff. Um, but, you know, and then I guess mostly just online, like nowadays at, in the indie community um, have really opened up and I've been able to talk a lot uh, more openly about it. Um, and now I have no shame. You know, I post it all over social media, <laughs> whether you're an old friend, new friend, whatever. I'm like, hey, this is what I love. This is what I do. <laughs> Take me as I am. You have my first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So when did you start kind of the making of stories? Was that something you was always uh, like to do? As a so kid? I um I started probably around you know seventh grade, uh, like drawing um you know my own characters, and I wanted to do like X Men fan fiction. So I was really big in the cool. X Men and Wolverine, and um I had been really disappointed for the longest time because this had been years after they took uh, Wolverine's adamantium. Oh, okay. And they, ne- they like this is before uh, Apocalypse gave it back, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so I'm like, this has been years. I'm like, okay, come on. I'm like, yeah, it was interesting for a while. Now put it back. <laughs> Please put the metal back. Right? So guy, I, right? I wrote my own fan fiction of how that happened, and then I also injected. How did it happen? In, wait, I'm curious now. How did it happen in your fan fiction? So there was a, a character. As a matter of fact, um, one of my uh, later on to be uh, uh, characters in, in Nightwolf was this like unstoppable, like I called him troll at the time. Um, but his name is Tartarus now and he's a demon in, in the Nightwolf series, but he was a mutant in the uh, series yeah. named troll and for the X-Men thing. And he was this unstoppable force, like similar to the Hulk, but like even more so that the only thing that could stop him was like adamantium. And okay. so, so they, they, you know, the X-Men had to like, you know, go back to, you know, where uh, he got, you know, put it back, you know, at the department H in Canada, okay. they had to go and, 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 you know, put the adamantium back and <laughs> go, he had to go read through the process. Yeah. Again. So yeah, it was either that or everything's gone, you know, like, oh, it goes to shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, that's those, not... those sacrificial moments that, um, you know, you had to put in there for the hero. <laughs> Almost like that better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I did it. Um, but uh, you know, since I turned in these uh, fan fictions and I created a team similar to like uh, Gen X or the New Mutants, um, with my own characters, and I turned in these character designs, these scripts that I did to Marvel. Again, I'm 14 years old, right? Uh, you know, and uh, I never expected anything, uh, but I got a, a very kind rejection letter. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the editors or somebody there wrote back, oh, you know, we appreciate it, this and that. Um, Our timelines are usually so far out that, you know, we can't, you know, work these in. But we want to encourage you to keep up the good work. And, you know, maybe someday you'll be working at Marvel, right? Um, So it was a very encouraging rejection letter (laughs) that just looked that fire under me. And then I said, you know what? I think about – so that was when I was 14. So when I was 16, I decided to take these characters and – rework them into my own universe and my own stories outside of anything Marvel related. And, um, that's, that's how we started with, um, with Nightwolf and Snowpaw. Um, mm-hmm. they were two characters that kind of were related, but then like I changed them around into 
what the stories they are to now. They like they grew up with me as I got older, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm I just turned forty a couple on Monday. A week no, hey, week con- ago yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hey, congrats, well, thank, you. Thank, you. So, thank you. But um, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, five years ago, I published the first issue of Nightwolf, and I've been running ever since. <laughs> oh man. So all right. So what came first, Nightwolf or Lone Wolf? Uh, well, Lone Wolf Comics um was kind of like it came after Nightwolf. Um, so Lone Wolf Comics was in college. I'm developing. I, I tried a lot of my friends who were like mine, as we're talking about. Um, I, you know, there were illustrators and other kind of guys that I was like, hey, we should start our own company. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, trying to get like my, you know, trying to get everybody together, but uh, yeah, everybody's yeah. Nah, nah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm trying to get with the big companies. Yeah, which, you know, makes well, you sense. gotta start somewhere though. Right? So. Yeah, exactly. So that's what my was my thought. I was like, well, we could build up our portfolios, mm-hmm. you know, and then get picked up, right? So that mm-hmm. was kind of like where my head was at. Was it was a stepping stool, um, but you know, no one else bit. So again, that's kind of like, all right, well, I'm in my uh, you know graphic design class. We're doing logos is like you know, and I'm one with comics was like, you know, I was like, well, we can do our own logos, right? Well, I'll make my own, and that's where I ran with it. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So, how was you? Excuse me. How how did you go ahead and publish uh, Nightwolf? Did you even know what to do when you got into that business? Yeah, well, so as a graphic designer, I, I know the printing process, so that helped. Um, okay. But I, and I was able to put the book together uh, once I got it back from the artist. Um, originally, I had planned to start it as a Kickstarter back in 2016. And I went for a $20,000 goal for issues one through three. Really? At the time, I only had five, five issues and, uh, or I only had five pages of the first issue <laughs> done. And I had the art, you know, the cover art, the character designs. And I, so that's how I dressed up my page uh, for Kickstarter. But, you know, going into this without any audience, I was a little naive um okay. thinking that like kickstarter would bring the people instead of vice versa right you know because that's more uh-huh. like it's the venue you're you got to invite the guests to the party right yeah <laughs> so um uh, did you get did that manage, wrong? <laughs> yeah right yeah exactly so i didn't i did manage to raise five thousand dollars was that the goal no if I, it was twenty thousand dollars so <laughs> yeah so uh if, if i would have gone five thousand dollars for the first issue I would have been a lot farther ahead than I am now, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, that's funny. Okay, so yeah. lesson learned there, right? Check mark, don't do oh, that yeah. again. Yeah, but yeah, exactly, lesson learned. Um, and so I decided to do a couple freelance graphic and web design jobs to finish the, the book and, you know, pay for the printing. And then I was like, okay, September 20, yeah, September 2017, I'm sitting here with a pile of books that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, so I, I went, I decided, okay, well, the next Comic-Con coming up uh, in my local area is, was in December. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to get a table. I'm going to see how it goes. If first I have, time ever. First, first time, time ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been going to that con for years. So, you know. I, I, of course, I, from guest to, to table is a way exactly, different yeah. experience. Yeah. So that that's exactly what it was. I was like, all right, well, I know this is possible. So I'm going to go do that. And I, I so I put the books on my table. I printed a bunch of character designs and uh, some posters from the cover art. Um, I put it all, you know, spread it all out nice. Uh, you know, like I said, as a graphic designer, I'm used to making up these like table for conventions and stuff for jobs that I've worked 
you know? So for me, it was like, okay, I'm using my, my real life experience to make myself look professional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we put the book out and and I, so I, I had, I took a hundred copies with me, not knowing how much volume I needed. I was like, you know what, if I sell out of a hundred dollars or a hundred books, then apparently I have something cool. Yeah. Um, so I almost did. I I sold 96 of those books. I sold a bunch of the prints that I brought with me, a bunch of posters, Nice. And people were like, when's the next issue coming out? Oh, and I nice. was like, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, with that type of support, I'm pretty sure you felt encouraged. Oh, yeah. Well, I called my wife before I left the con that Sunday and was like, hey, I'm almost out of books. And she's like, oh, wow. You know, okay. Well, maybe, she's like, well, let's dip in more savings and we'll get the next book started. And, oh, um, so now she started saying, "Hey, look at my man yeah, kicking right, yeah, ass!" Yeah. Hey, well, she believed in me from the get because, That's like, beautiful. when we first started dating, like, I had the first twelve issues scripted already. Oh wow! And, um, so I had given her, you know, I would, and I know she's she was like a Walking Dead and, and True Blood fan, so I knew she had a little bit of like, you know, uh, supernatural nerd in her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I gave her my book to my in the script form to read, and she was like, "This is really good." She's like, "You really need to do this." So she helped me oh, to, nice. to in, instead of you know sitting on the pot. She had, <laughs> she told me basically <laughs> told me to shit or get off the pot. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's, yeah. That's, that's what every good creator needs is a good person behind them like that. Just to say, you got this. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. yeah so I'm very thankful for my wife and her support. Uh, though they, there is times where like, you know, if I, if it's like a late streaming show or whatever, like if it's yeah. past 1130, almost midnight, she's like, okay, time, let's go bedtime. She haven't done that in the middle of the show. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just pop in. Hey, we got to go to bed now. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's where the, you know, from there on the second issue we put out and then uh, that went did the same thing, just kept going to cons. And nice. um, I finally, I was like, well, we can't dip into savings for issue three, so go back to Kickstarter. And from there, yeah. it's just been a phenomenal success. And I can't, uh, you know, Beautiful. thank my, my wolf pack, my audience. You hey. know. <laughs> oh, funny you say wolf pack. That's what, look what I'm wearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So let's start talking about the, oh, uh, this other wolf pack you got going here in Snowpaw. So even before we get into that, hold up, hold up. We have a video, don't we? Because you have the new project out. Yep, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's do that. Let, let's uh, show people how awesome this looks, right? Let me sh- folks, you got to excuse me. Folks. They changed the verbiage on this. There we go. <laughs> Why would they do that? We want to get all fancy now. Uh, yeah, they're, they're always constantly changing technology, and I, it's not always for the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I just lost me. How dare you guys not give me this update? Check this out. <laughs> in 19th century Scotland, a fierce heroine with an adventurous spirit nearly gives in to the social expectations of her time. But a trite fairy tale ending is not meant to be as Cyrilla McKinley discovers her werewolf lineage. Her eyes are open for the first time to the existence of supernatural beings and creatures of fantasy. Hi, I'm Robert A. Maltieri, the creator and writer of Snowpaw, and the hit series Nightwolf, as well as the founder of Lone Wolf Comics. While writing the Snowpaw series, I wanted to tell a story about a strong female character who my daughter and other girls reading comic books can look up to as a great role model. 
In 2016, I launched a failed Kickstarter campaign for my first series, Nightwolf. I didn't let that failed launch stop me, so I decided to raise the money on my own doing freelance web design jobs to pay the artists. After self-publishing Nightwolf issues 1 and 2, I came back to Kickstarter in October 2019. Since then, I've ran six successful, overfunded campaigns for Nightwolf issues 3 through 6, the Volume 1 trade paperback that collects the first four issues, and the first issue of Snowpaw. That's all thanks to my amazing backers that I refer to as my Wolfpack. Now, I stand ready to publish Snowpaw Issue 2. That's why I've come back to pay for the printing and the rewards that you will receive for backing this project. I'd like to personally thank you in advance for backing Snowpaw and joining the Wolfpack. I'm extremely grateful for where I am now as a self-publisher and continuing to serialize new comic books for you to enjoy. Again, thank you for taking this creative journey with me. I appreciate it so much. Hey, so what are you waiting for? Take this journey back with me to 19th century Scotland and join the wolf pack today. Your name. <laughs> awesome video. That was an awesome, awesome video. And you, do you really own that kilt? I do, yeah. That's actually my um, on my mom's side. She's like seven different nationalities, and she's part Scottish. Or Scottish. So one of them is Scottish. <laughs> yeah, well, she's part Scottish. She's Irish and Scotch Irish, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but my Scottish side is uh, the Chisholms, and that mm-hmm. clan. Um, that's the clan Tartan, which uh, is that kilt. So that's our our family Tartan. And I kind of did a lot of like investigation into that even before I started writing the Snowpaw series. Um, and so it was kind of like if uh, funny as I was doing this um, investigation into like my my Scottish heritage, um, a lot I found out a lot of cool stuff about it. So I kind of injected that a little bit since we're in Scotland oh, nice. for the series. I put a little bit in that, and um, so yeah, for me, you know, I, I, I like my family and I like to go to medieval fairs um, around the area, and I always was like, man, these these people are dressing up. It's crazy. It's like Halloween in the middle of the summer, right? So I was like, I'm gonna get in on that. <laughs> Yay! Have you been a boot to Scotland? I have not yet. No, um, I would love to get to there. You got me talking like that because of the way you got, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, yeah. the book is written, man. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I sound like I'm from out there, son. <laughs> now I, I was luckily enough though, I was able to visit, um, like, so I'm Italian on my dad's side, and I was able to visit Italy. Um, so I did get to see okay. my roots there. And my next chance, oh, nice. I'm gonna try and go over to Scotland. That'd be amazing. As you should, as you should. So before we get any further into Snowpaw. Obviously, it's Lone Wolf. Then you have, you know, the other wolf book. Now you got Snowpaw. What is this fascination with the lichen, if you will? So I guess um, a lot of it, you know, like I always sympathize with the werewolf and any kind of thing. Like even growing up, like, you know, when uh, Scooby-Doo had like uh, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf or the um, the Boo School, you know, like all those, the ghoul school, that's what it was. Um, or even like, you know, whatever, like horror movies, you know. Um, I really enjoyed um, Underworld. Uh, I thought that, it, like, the sequels would have like, kind of gotten a little better. Um, they kind of, like, went a little different direction. Sideways. Uh, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Rise of the Lycans I did enjoy. Um, for me, I always thought, though, that the werewolf always kind of got, like, the side deal. You know what I mean? It was never the main character. It was always, like, a, a plot piece or, you know, a beast that they always had to slay. You know, it was barely ever like the main, you know, focus really, um, where it was like the villain, it was just a mindless thing. 
Um, so I always wanted to, you know, with my aesthetic, I always wanted to do more like a wolf looking with a man parts, you know, whereas like, okay. you know, most of that out there, they look like, you know, hairy dudes or something or like, you know, <laughs> or like they're so like, um, weird looking that they look more like rats, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 true, true. Absolutely um, right. So I always felt that like, okay, well, what if I came up with a character that was a werewolf? He could change at will, still keep his mental faculties and, but have like a temper like Wolverine. Okay. So that's kind of like where Nightwolf kind of spawned from was like, I wanted something like that. Okay. And, um, you know, so for me, I, there was never really anything that was perfect that I wanted to read, you know, or get into. And then, um, so as I was developing my story, like in high school, a friend of mine um, said, hey, that kind of sounds like Werewolf the Apocalypse, which was a kind of like a gaming system like D&D. Okay. And um so I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. So he showed me the gaming guide and I was looking through the pages and a lot of the artwork was like, oh, my God, this is exactly how I envision what a werewolf should look nice. like, you nice. know. So that kind of like helped me to like say there is actually something here. People like this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, well, is there a comic book like this? And he's like, no, it's just a game. And I was like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how, how wait, so did you become the cave master? <laughs> well i by that time by the time i discovered i was a senior he was i think in a, a junior and uh, so i was going off to college and I never really got a good game going um unfortunately wow. again small small town there's not a lot of um you know people who you know back then would play D D or you know werewolf the apocalypse or stuff like that so i never i only got to play one campaign unfortunately <laughs> yeah oh man, that sucks yeah no, well hopefully Hopefully someday, you know, whenever, you know, my kids are, you know, out of the house and the wife's doing stuff, I'll, I'll start maybe, a, you know, an online. How about play with your kids, you know, and just torture them? You know, well, my oldest, son, my oldest son, Anthony, I, he, could, he would be interested in probably playing D&D with me. Uh, hey, he, there you he, go. He's into the fantasy stuff. Like, he likes the Lord of the Rings, and uh, he was in the Harry Potter a little bit more when he was younger, but now more so the Lord of the Rings. He's re- each, like, so he and I are, like, uh, watching um, the Lord of the Rings series when my wife's not around because she keeps falling asleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now she knows what knocks her out, you know? It, well, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Who needs Nyquil? Here you go. Let me put on some more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, that's so sad. Look at this, guys. Look at that issue number one. Look at this beautiful uh, gif uh, of all the awesome covers. Look at that. Dude. Wow. That is fire. Oof. Oof. Jeez. That one. That is so rock and roll right there. Heavy metal. Oh, yeah. Huh? The Chris Williams one, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, talk about who is Snowpaw, what we're talking about here. And I'm going to just leave it on this beautiful page. You know, wonderful panel work and coloring and everything. Rock said we're going to talk about how you found this team. Right on. Yeah. So, um, Snowpaw uh, is Nightwolf's mentor in his series. And that's during the modern times. And this series is about Snowpaw's origin story 200 years in the past. So, uh, again, 19th century Scotland. And this is her family on their farm uh, before she discovers her werewolf lineage. So and it's it, a lineage. Okay. Yeah, so they are, yeah, they are born werewolves. Um, but this oh, breed wow. of werewolf, um, it's kind of like a recessive gene. So they uh, they all have like this family has it all in their in their blood. It's just none of them know that it's there. They've never changed. Um, it's it's very rare that it actually comes out. And, and once um, 
the the uh, werewolf it turns 18 during a fit yeah. of uh, rage or um, you know or some kind of agitation the um, the gene then activates. Uh, awesome. Watch out, man. I, I, I know a lot of Puerto Rican friends over here that probably would have been activated a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hotheads, boy. Um, okay, so, this, so okay, so this is the mentor tonight. Where we went into the past. So why this story? So um, for me, I've always been a fan of like Scottish and Irish characters and comics. Um, Chris Claremont was a very um, heavy influence uh, while reading his X-Men titles. And I loved how he wrote characters like Wolfsbane and um, Moira Mataggart. And, you know, just being, and, and I wanted to do something like that. So that's how, you know, uh, her character became, you know, prominent, prominent in uh, the Nightwolf series. And she had been such a fan favorite of the Wolfpack as well as my own that I, uh, when I was asking my audience, what title would they like me to put out next um, after Nightwolf? And so I have three other titles that I have on my website that aren't released yet that I'm working towards. Um, so I put those three and Snowpaw in, you know, like a questionnaire and she, you know, one was the top, you know, uh, so everybody was like, Hey, I want to see an origin story. I'm like, all right, nice. let's do that. So, um, you know, I had basically, it was kind of like Rogue One from Star Wars, how <laughs> it was basically a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, so, <laughs> like, in Nightwolf, her origin story was a brief conversation. And that's kind of like where I was like, all right, well, this is where it's established. Well, let's take it back there. And then and blew it up. So, um Again, being in 19th century Scotland to today, you know, gives me 200 years to play with. So I have mm. so much time that I could, you know, open up my universe um, to, with her story, uh, you know, moving forward until. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. Yo. Jeez. Oh, yeah. 200 years of uh, uh, of time. Jeez. <laughs> I can't imagine what, what's going to be cooking up. Oh, in uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's going to be a lot of heartache. There's going to be a lot of learning. There's going to be, you know, because uh, you don't get to be a mentor. A wise mentor, you know, like overnight, right? So you got to watch that journey, that journey. So this is a journey of how she becomes a mentor. <laughs> yeah, and look at that. look at this panel usage here. Verbis talk about this team that helped put together this beautiful book. Oh man, I love right. the coloring too. Man. Oh yeah. Okay. So the um the the team is um so Mog Park um she is the illustrator of the book. Uh, she worked on Game of Thrones uh, for their um, – during their art, doing, like, uh, for their uh, DVD matter, their, um, you know, like, concept art and stuff like that. Um, so I was very lucky to to get her involved in this book. And, wow. um, and I was able to meet her. She was uh, – actually uh, had bought uh, some of my comics off of an, um, an online sales guy that I was doing, um, you know, uh, honorary – uh, campaign. He uh, was doing yeah. uh, live signing, and I so basically I had signed the books, mailed them to him, and he was selling them on his show, and I had come on as a guest to okay. talk about the book while we were selling it. And she had been watching and bought off of him, so she had nice. to come to me though to get the rest of the issues that he didn't have. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's how we got connected, and I asked nice. her. I said, "Hey, well, you like werewolves? Um, you clearly like my stuff. Would you be interested in working with me with my spinoff series that I'm working on?" 
And she said, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. How did you feel? <laughs> oh, my God. I was, cause I had been watching her for a while, you know, her art style nice. and her, her like cover art that she's been doing. And she was getting, and this happened to be the first sequential book that she had ever worked on. Like she only had Ooh. done covers up until this point. So this is her first sequential issue that she actually did all the pages. Wow. And then, um, so, I mean, she did an amazing job. Um, you know, her and I worked well together and we, you know, we we're able to kind of like talk and get, you know, a little back and forth until we got to the pages the way we wanted them to. And then um, the colors, as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. uh, is by Bruna Costa. Uh, she's a Brazilian and she is very talented. Matter of fact, she is now up for yeah, okay. a Ringo nominee for this, really? for this book. Yeah. Uh, so in Saludos, Bruna. <laughs> in, uh, so at the uh, Baltimore Comic Con, hopefully we'll, she'll be a winner. <laughs> oh man! Well, let, let, she should win. Look at this. look at this. It is beautiful, and I love this page here too. <laughs> Powerful, and, and you can just tell, you know, the way that. that we oh yeah, that deer's like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ah <laughs> oh, damn! I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, with I mean, it was like, I so wanted perfectly. to show, you know, her animal instincts before she knew she was a werewolf. I wanted to show that she's not your average girl. You and know? you can tell right here, just in this very image, like what average girl is born with two different color eyes? Right? That's exactly. that's some wolf shit right there already. Yeah, exactly, and and she's you know she's got that that killer instinct to, to be able to sneak in the grass. Well, without- her eyes are always like that though. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how come a family hasn't even said anything? Oh, do we get into this? In, in, I mean, uh, I think they just are like, you know, I I could probably do a flashback, you know, in the future issues. But, you know, I think at this point she's. Because I would find this strange. I have a fucking kid with two oh, different yeah. color eyes. I don't know what the yeah, hell's yeah. going on here. Is it yeah. mine or not? Did something happen here? <laughs> well, but her parents have like, well, one parent has green, the other parent has blue. So they just maybe thought, oh, well, maybe it's just a mixture of the two. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure, like, like you said, <laughs> that I would not work in, in a Mari Povich court. Yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah, it, I mean, it, there there are some odd quirks about her that, you know, I'm sure that I, I can do in flashbacks. But uh, at this point, she's 18. You know, there's no reason to question it, right? You know, this bit, gotcha. she, she's been that way for 18 years. She lived it already. Exactly. So, like, and then, like, when you flash back to, like, when she goes back to the house with the deer, she's got it on her shoulders. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so, like, what girl at age 18 could carry a deer on their shoulders. I mean, what man can do that really? <laughs> I can't do that shit. That's for sure. So like, you know, but I think her parents, you know, being, cause they, again, they have this gene. So they, you know, they're just think that they're strong farm people. Right. <laughs> right. right. So the know, they're like, Oh, she's, she's being her again. You know, <laughs> too funny. Yeah, she's gangster though. I like her attitude. She's feisty. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is special to her papa. Not that that's nice, but you know, but just to right. show that you know she ain't taking crap from anyone. But they also you know? have that. They also have that tender moment in the book where you know oh, they absolutely. kind of reconcile a little bit. <laughs> well, again, the story's—you know—it's fucked up the way that things go down, and you know, I, you know, damn. I mean, I'm a father of a daughter. I would never, you know, do no shit like that, yo. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, you also think about the time frame too. You know, but, but, but I'll figure out what what. what what what's this coke stuff everybody's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be the first old timey coke dealer and shit. <laughs> I want to sign. I ain't gonna do what they did there. Mm. Uh, but again, it was funny. 
and you know, how the story moves, she's kind of impressed anyway, based on her circumstances, regardless. And huh? Uh, and, and then we meet another set of of of, of uh, characters, if you will. Mm-hmm. And even they feel okay. Something's off here, and this is why this person feels that. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about this whole cast of characters, like who's the villain and and what's going on, and and, and really who you know is she very that much special of, of, of some rare tribe or some shit? What's going on? So um, yeah, so the villains. What can you tell us? Yeah, yeah. So the villains in this um, so are basically a, they're members of a dark covenant, which is um, a conglomerate of evil supernatural creatures. Um, this particular dark covenant, um, and there's re- they're they're all over in different regions of the world. And they each have like a head of that region. Okay. And in this series, the head of the region is a werewolf who is a member of this outcast breed. Um, so that again, it's very rare for these, these, um, this breed to kind of like come out. So they, they have a sense about each other. And when they do come out and they do exist, it's usually whether they're, they're, they're polar opposites, you know, usually they're like the really evil or they're, they're not, you know, they're they're the pure good. Um, so like the pure, uh, werewolves are, are known as, um, purebreds and the, um, the, the evil, uh, are known as mongrels and, uh, they, basically war with each other for the most part. Um, so that's why like they, they, they're curious, like when they both sense, so like when the good werewolf, uh, and is in bushes with the were lion, he senses, yeah. it, you know, the, in the, the, like the, uh, the engagement party, the, um, the villain is there. You just don't know who it is. Oh, and, yeah. um, so he senses it too. You know, oh, and, okay. and they're both curious as to what side she leans. Ah. So, so that they can't tell. Even they, though cannot, they cannot tell which which they which way she goes until okay. like the actual you know. Um, but then also there's you know I'm not going to give away the end of the book, but um, you know that but at this particular issue, um, once the villain catches up with her, he she you know it's it's apparent that she's a purebred. Which he would he takes delight in the thought of breaking her spirit. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, he like the devil in his mother. Oh yeah, he's he he's so like if you think about like uh, types of characters, he's kind of like if you would give Scar from Lion King Mufasa's strength. You know what I mean? So he's very he's very like he could be like the he's the big bad, but also with brains, and he he's very very elegant about things as well as you know he's Is that got him people, right here. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Look at this guy, <laughs> folks. Look at this mother. Uh, what a pose! That that that's some boss level shit right there. He's like, yo, <laughs> yo, I love it. <laughs> Beautiful art, my god. You know, and that's from issue one. Now when we get to issue two again, look at this, my gosh! A little sneak peek into <laughs> what's popping, folks. Look at this. Guy. Who are these guys? Oh, 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 it even matter. <laughs> uh, so there. Uh, so this is basically a prelude into the uh, okay. the issue. It's introducing a new villain. Um, so it takes place. Uh, so this is actually a, um, a, a an English researcher um, who actually did exist. He's the one who um, discovered the zombie uh, ant vi- uh, like fungus. Oh, what? Yeah, so this is actually him discovering the zombie ant fungus. But in the series, the zombie ant fungus is kind of like a hive mind zombie connection to 
um, this villain that I've created uh, named Decayan. And so he is trapped in the Amazon. Um, so he's like the, um, he's in my series, there's uh, these beings called celestials. They're, um, that's kind of like what the angels and demons are, but there's also what I call the mythic celestials. Okay. And um, they're like who pose as the pagan gods, like um, the Norse, Greek and Roman gods. Okay. Um, his mother, he's, he's kind of like a demigod, if you will, uh, that and his mother is like, you know, kind of like mother nature, if you will. And his father okay. is the god of war in a sense. Um, so that he is basically just this, this plant chaotic creature that, you know, basically is just a, a decaying fungus monster. And he wants to just basically destroy everything. And his mother had him trapped there for centuries uh, until these gents decided to uh, desecrate his uh, prison. Oh. And now he's, le- he's, he's unleashed. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, apparently, there he goes again. These guys high or doing whatever he's doing there. So he's spreading his uh, the, his zombie fungus. If oh, so he, the like fungus. Said, he creates a hive mind of zombies through this okay. fungi. <laughs> oh, that is you're sick, bro. You're sick, bro. You're <laughs> sick of. And look at this, folks. Look at the beauty of how these will look. Oh my God, your artist does an amazing job, bro. No, yeah, Bruna and uh, and Mog, they do an amazing job, and I'm so happy to have them as part of my team. And my letter, um, you know, Dave Lentz, uh, he does the letterings for the book, and he does an amazing job as well. Absolutely. He knows how to respect the art. You see, keeping the verb is not on the image, but, you know, let you respect the image, and it's coming from the image. I mean, this shit is crazy right here, but what the hell is this? That's what another thing. It's, um, it's, it's a Scottish demon uh, that, that comes from out of uh, like a Nordic mythology. And it's skinless uh, like that? Yo. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, um, yeah, it's... That's some uh, Hellraiser shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's spewing a uh, poisonous vapor that you don't want to breathe in. <laughs> uh, and, and, and it appears to be coming from the back. So does he fart this out or something? No, it's coming out of his head. Oh, <laughs> but okay. he's, he's like charging out of the woods there. So it's streaming behind him. Gotcha. I was about to say, man, some noxious gases for real. Huh? I mean, you know, I mean, it probably could come out at both ends, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm Look sure this. you don't want to be there. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody does, especially if it hangs around like that. Um, and look at this, look at this. And there's a confrontation here. And this isn't like no wolf. It's no, he's so- a, that's a wear line. A wear, what? <laughs> what are we talking about here, bro? He's a yeah, he's, he's, he's a wearline. Yeah, he's, uh, he's wearline. Yeah, he, this uh, is a real thing. Yeah, it's a real, well in my series, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, can, what 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 are where things are there? Oh, I mean, there's basically like if you think there's an animal in a specific region, there's a wear version of it. Um, these are like mythical creatures created by the the celestials. Um, you know, so they're magical gotcha. creatures. They're they're all you know they have. Their own tribes, their own uh, societies with it, hidden within the world. So they and, chill, though? The werewolves and the werelines? They chill? Depends on, yeah. I mean, there's good and bad, just like there are anything else. <laughs> oh, they got their own politics to deal with. That's exa- exactly. That's just Cats that's and exactly dogs, it. right? <laughs> so uh, with the were, you know, though, in this instance, the, um, the Viking werewolf there, um, he traveled to Africa and he freed... Um, this were lion and the were lion, um, you know, basically is one of those has this mentalities where like, you know, you freed me. Now I have a debt owed to you and I will follow you until oh. that debt is settled. 
But when is the debt settled? All you gotta do is one favor, dude, and you're done, and be gone. Not, not fucking. Well, it could be, yes, but they become friends. They become battle mates. You know, it's 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 one of those things where like that's how it started, and then they become the you know best of friends, and they've been traveling together for centuries. So basically, the wear line is like Silver Surfer and this other motherfucker Galactus. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. I see it now, bastard, leading other people to their death or creatures. I mean, and look at everybody's gonna love this. So let's start talking about these tears before we go. Because right now, let's see where we at. Where we at? So, whoa, my God! <laughs> you needed ten racks. You got twelve, son. Congratulations with fifteen days to go. Amazing four four one one, baby. Look at that. What a number! I'm giving you the deets right now. The details, <laughs> yo. Four one one is you gotta back this up because right now be four one two. Let's get it done. Let's get it done while we're watching the show. All right. So you could definitely play it ten dollars without a reward. You know, just because you, you you got money like that, you're gonna make it rain on creators just out out of love and support. You know, not needing nothing back. But if you need something, if you want something in your life, right there, five dollars. Right. You get a digital edition, the name and the website wall, and an unlock digital bonus reward. Ooh, a tease. Oh yeah. Well, there's all kind. Yeah. So as the uh, milestones unlock, a lot of freebies get unlocked. So right now we've got six unlocked freebies um, hanging Ooh, out there. Six. That eight bucks you get one and two digi the name on the wall and some rewards. Fifteen. Oh, you got a print book of number two. How how nice is that? And free shipping if you're in the U.S. Look at that. What a generous man, giving us some free shipping. Hopefully it gets here. Christmas around the corner, and these motherfuckers are stealing packages. <laughs> <laughs> Do not steal this book, because then my, my like inside will come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a mongrel. I'm gonna eat your ass. Um, <laughs> Twenty bucks, you get ooh another different cover. So talk about these covers. These are the covers for number two, folks. As you've been seeing in this shift, look at that. Dope, yo. How did you even build this team? How did you get them to jump? Oh, nice. Yeah, so um, I love this. I love working with different artists um, for the different covers. Um, that was kind of a something that I did with Nightwolf, and they kind of transcended over here as well. And uh, you know, basically, when I see an artist in a style that I like, I go, "Hey, would you be interested?" And I haven't had anybody turn me down yet. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, um, anybody, especially if you if you're good at drawing werewolves, I mean, you're you're definitely a shoe in. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need to do, folks. Look, $24. You got a catch-up pack. You get number one printed, number two printed. Then that way you don't got to mess them up with your nasty little fingerprints. You get the digital editions as well in this package. You know, your name on the wall. Get some bonuses. And again, free shipping if you're in the U.S. Hey, hey. <laughs> Can't get any better than that, folks. Look at this shit. You got 25 You got the Caitlin Smith cover, same as above, as I said earlier. I mean, homie killing it. You got the full snowfall digital experience, which also includes the volume one of Nightwolf and number five and six. Oh, damn, bro. What? That's a hookup for 29. And what's nice is um that volume one collects the first four issues plus 16 additional story pages. And one of those additional story pages uh, comes from, uh, it actually has a, a big feature of uh, Snowplow fighting a, a, a giant monster. <laughs> Although I don't think he meant camises, but 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 I think he meant comics, but he says he, he really loves the art that we're showing. Thank you. Uh, all right, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's there's 152 pages in that volume one. 
Wow, what? what? For 29 bucks, son? 29 bucks, you actually buy a graphic novel nowadays for that one price. <laughs> See, you get getting a lot more. A bargain, folks. 30 bucks, you know what I mean? Look, you get the Snowpaw variant, a Digi, the name of the wall, all the unlock bonus rewards. My gosh. Then you got 34, you got 35, you're getting covers, yo. You know what I mean? Variant cover catch up on this one, too. One, two, uh, variant covers, Megan. Uh, uh, I fought to Catherine Lobo, which I've, I've interviewed before. Awesome. Um, then you got uh, Carola Borelli. Yeah, she, she's a great Italian uh, artist. Yeah, man. A great Italian name, Carola Borelli. It just, it just rolls over the tongue. I love it. I love the name. Rio Burton. Right there, covers. You know, you got limited variant cover catch-up as well, folks. So for you speculators out there, that you know this is the next big thing. There's going to be a cartoon and movie real soon. <laughs> you got the $54 package. You got some variants. You got some digis. You know, all the unlocks. I mean, the offers don't stop here. It's all what you want. Yo, and smart man over here for a buck fifteen. you shops. The local comic shops. You better jump all over this, baby. But look at this. A book for team. You get 10 snow paw, number one, five snow paw, number one print sketch covers, 10 snow paw, number two print standard, five prints. My gosh, you're getting, what, 30 books right here, son. Buck 15. And I know your rates at the LCS. You know what I mean? You guys got to live. So you're going to make money on this motherfucker if I did the math right. Ain't no way you can't make some money. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's fifty percent off those books right there. I mean that's that's wholesale fifty percent off. So they can, you know, resell those for the double what they're paying. Of course. So there you go, folks. Come on, LCS. And that's a beautiful pack support independent comics. I mean, I love when they do this, you know, print collection for us fans, all types of prints and and, and variants. You know what I mean? Name on the wall. Any of these copies gonna be autographed, homie, by you. Uh yeah. You have that option. Mm-hmm. Hey, all right. And he gives you the full experience as well. Look at that. I mean, if you can't go wrong here, folks, make it rain. Damn. Another retailer pack. Look at this one for two bills, folks, basically. One ninety nine. Not a dollar ninety nine, a hundred ninety nine. <laughs> you know, you get five, ten, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty, thirty. Jesus Christ, you get a whole bunch of awesome covers, issues. Volumes. I mean, you can't go wrong here. Again, supporting indie support. How many retailers are you at right now, Lone Wolf Comics? Um, That's what I'm talking to right now. Mostly, mostly <laughs> a handful. Um, yeah, okay. it's 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 not. I'm not distributed through Diamond, so it's a lot of like they come through me or through the Kickstarters. But you got more than Diamond nowadays, baby. So let's <laughs> get it done. You got way more options because this definitely deserves, especially at the way you're going. I mean, you have products, so let's get it done and out there. You got to hook up, man. Let's manifest. You're going to get a distributor that's going to rock out for you, right? Look at the Omega member. What? Omega, Omega tier. You're getting hoodies and T-shirts and caps, son. You're getting hard enamel pins. You know, that's 225. Jeez. Yep. What do you got? Are you going to tease us? Okay, wait a minute. Look at that tease right there. Epa, what? <laughs> Look how dope that cap looks right there, son. All right, see? You got any of the other goodies right there that you can show us? Uh, right yeah, now? I got, um, so I have, uh, the enamel pin. Ooh, oh, that looks nice, yo. What? Ooh, double pin, folks. That ain't falling off anytime it's soon. Two inches. <laughs> two inches, wow. That's two inch wide, yep. That would look nice on a, on a lapel when you wear your suit, you know, in your geek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What? Yeah, I mean, we also, I mean, we got all kinds of great stuff. <laughs> See, that's the stuff that they're doing, folks. You know what I mean? And again, support this wonderful campaign. Look, it's right there at the bottom. Go to, I mean, we, he made it easy for y'all. Cause it was a whole mess with the Kickstarter, the longest thing you've ever seen in your life. But all you gotta <laughs> do here, really easy, is go to lonewolfcomics.com slash snowpaw. Take you directly to this amazing campaign. And just, just pick the tier you want. Make it rain. It's independent comics, baby, at their best. Trust you me, especially if you, there's perfect timing. Come on, it's Halloween. We got some wolf stories right here. And not that they're necessarily horror, but they could be horrific. <laughs> we got some stuff here. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you even got tears almost reaching a rack, son. My God. Max, oh, oh, what is that? That would be the mystery box is one of the tiers. Um, so you get uh, basically uh, you'll get all of the snowpaw variants and as well as a mystery CGC and some other uh, merch. A, a mystery CGC? Yes, sir. Oh, snap. Folks, you hear this? <laughs> I know, I, I know you, you, you guys that collect, you know, a salivating right now. Look at me. Yeah, no, you can even be drawn in. Look at this. Jesus. We have another collector's box too that's a little bit bigger. Oh. Let me put the two up side by side. So you see they're, they're uh, oh. one than the other. And, uh, 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 yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Lone Wolf Comics mystery box has uh, mystery copies of Snowpaw, mystery copies of Night Wolf 1 through 6, um, of mystery CGC. It has a mystery hat, mystery hoodie, mystery t-shirt. Uh, oh, mystery- really? Mystery face mask. So we also have like you know, uh, we have a snowpaw and a night. Oh, dope! Check that out. Uh, we got, and we also have um, it's a mystery. Um, we got Legos. You know, like little minifigures. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, man. Oh snap, yo, folks, you see this? For you Lego enthusiasts, holy shit, look at this. So cool. How did you feel when those got into your hands? You must have oh, been. Oh man, I was because my my boys were younger when I got the first one, and I was like, "Hey, this is you know this is Daddy's character," and then my boys were like, "Oh, that's so awesome!" Uh, <laughs> so it was like it was a really cool feeling. Man, so, yeah. do you play with them at night? Be real, bro. You, you know, uh, when, this... you know, I play with my kids whenever you know they have them, but not by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually too busy trying to make the books. Homie goes that night there to let Steve off. He starts, you know, playing with them. Okay, this is the scene here. <laughs> awesome, man. I love it. I love it, man. See, this is somebody that cares. I mean, you can even be drawn into the book for, for 1249 here, folks. Get drawn in. And not just that, you get the, is it the alpha number pack? You get that CGC that he said. Yeah, you, you, get some, yeah, you get every, you get all of the oh stuff uh, that previously offered plus everything. You get drawn in. Everything. Well, to make it rain, this is, again, independent comics at their best. Wonderful campaign. Let me do a quick refresh because this is the 411 we're giving you. So let's see. Did it move beyond 411? Did it do it? No, not yet. Uh, Folks, you better make it happen. <laughs> Stop it. All right? So, bro, so after this, how many more issues we got a snowpaw within this series? So, um, again, uh, we have I have a four-issue contract with Mog. Um, but I think, you know, we both enjoy work on the series and everybody's enjoying the books. I th- so I think I'm going to have to keep going. <laughs> hey, awesome. 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 And, and what's next for Lone Wolf outside of Snowpaw? So, um, you know, uh, we have Nightwolf issue seven in the works with my other artist, Carlos Herrera and Gat Melvin. Um, so those are that's in the works. I'm also working on um, some other uh, uh, physical stuff. 
um, like a plushie and some uh, print 3D printout uh, figurines. Uh, we also, so after, you know, between Snowpaw and Nightwolf, um, the next title I think uh, that we're going to be getting into is uh, going to be what uh, my Crimson Dawn character. So that, that'll be coming down uh-oh. the pipe. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Geez, Crimson Dawn, folks. Do you want to tease any further or, or the name was enough? I think, well, let's see. I'll, maybe I'll do a little. Because all my other titles make a little sneak peek in uh, the Nightwolf issue, too. So I could probably uh, throw that out there a little bit, just a panel from that. Give you a little <laughs> idea. Uh-oh. Folks, we're getting an exclusive tease right here. So Let me get Oh, oh, cool. What the hell? All right. What's going on there? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh-oh, folks, watch out. Long will come for you, son. For real. <laughs> this is awesome. So are you going to make any con appearances? Uh, I've been. Uh, yes, I do make con appearances. My last one was a couple weeks ago at the Cincinnati uh, Comic Expo. Um, I don't have any lined up until February, uh, and then my next one, my next one is in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, it's called NougaCon, and um, then after that, I believe Cleveland, Ohio, at the Fan Expo there, and, um, and then I always do uh, Still City Con in Pittsburgh, and then I think the next one I have, I, I plan on booking more, but the next one after that is not till like the following November in Akron, Ohio. Okay, you go, folks. Stay tuned, because you know where you can stay tuned? Really simple. Check out the website, LoneWolfComics.com. You can find that probably with he at, but most importantly, you can buy this stuff. Buy all these books right there, LoneWolfComics.com. It's truly independent, independent. Polish are kicking ass, taking names, baby. All right? So before we go, two, two last things. This is the first. I want to say thank you. Thank you as a fan to a creator for, you know, stepping out there, you know, not being afraid to put your stories and share with us and entertain us. So thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate you and your whole team because you guys created a beautiful book here in Snowpaw. I'm, I'm really digging it. Can't wait to finish up after the, after the interview and, and then do my errands because I cannot leave this place until I finish reading the book, to be honest. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is what you do, folks. I need you to follow Long Wolf Comics on Twitter, Instagram, and Meta. All right. Also, again, the website, and if you want to support the project, now if you want to, you will support this project. This is awesomeness. All right, go to thewolfcomics.com/snowpaw. And now the last question is, you know, what type of advice would you give to anyone trying to step into the game nowadays? Yeah, um, I definitely say uh, find a solid team to work with. Um, you know, you you want to put out something that you, you as a fan would appreciate having. Um, you know, make sure you, you get a great team, the easy to work with. And, you know, it comes easy when you have a great team and then, you know, just, uh, don't be, be afraid to keep, keep pounding. And if you fail once, don't let that stop you. Just, just look at how, you know, me, I failed Kickstarter back in 2016 and here I am. <laughs> yep. Now multiple, multiple successes on, in the campaign. Wonderful. Kudos to you. You know what I mean? Thank it's you. amazing. And again, folks, one last time, follow him on Twitter. Instagram and Meta, aka Facebook, for you guys not used to it. <laughs> LoneWolfComics.com. Uh, homie says that's real talk. Based on your advice, you know, get it, get it, right? Because <laughs> the website for all things LoneWolf is LoneWolfComics.com. And this particular campaign we spoke about today, Snowpaw. Again, please visit LoneWolfComics.com/slash/Snowpaw. All the links are at the bottom. Please feel free to just click away and show the love. 
And with that, I'm Al Mega with the amazing Rob Mutari. You've been listening to another Comic Crusaders podcast. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. ¡Huepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 